2: wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.
0: ES Audio.
1: From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader. Now, normally we put out the highlights from our business show, How to Be a CEO on a Sunday, but this week... We're doing it right now, and that's because from this Sunday, we're going to be running a new weekly theatre review on this channel. It's going to go out every Sunday and feature the Evening Standard's top critics talking about the biggest and most interesting shows. This week, our culture editor, Nancy Durrant, and chief critic Nick Curtis will be reviewing Tammy Faye at the Almeida and Marvelous at Soho Place. It was recorded at the Shaftesbury Theatre, and we very much hope you enjoy it. It's all part of a new Leader Weekends feature that we're trialling. Let us know what you think. Anyway, this edition of How to Be a CEO features the boss of Lily's Kitchen, the pet food company. It's got some great insights into how to protect a brand, expand your company, and that great philosophical question of who to actually sell pet food to. Is it the person that buys it or the animal that eats it?
0: Lily's Kitchen. This is a business that went from a small operation to feed just one dog to a hugely successful enterprise so popular it was bought by Nestle Purina. Founder of the firm Henrietta Morrison started the business of her pet dog Lily to produce food filled with honest, natural ingredients, unlike a lot of products she found in the shops. After deciding to make a business out of her homemade dog food in 2007, It's gone from strength to strength, most recently seeing sales in UK grocery growing by more than 27% during the pandemic pet boom. Just last year, though, a new CEO was brought in to take over running of the business, focusing on simplicity, team spirit and passion as the company tries to expand outside the UK and become an international brand. The Evening Standards' David Marsland spoke with Lily's Kitchen CEO Nick Magalini, about the business and how he plans to maintain a small business culture within such a big company.
1: Nick, let's just start with the basics here. You're the boss of Lily's Kitchen. So what is Lily's Kitchen? How does it work?
3: Okay, so uh, in a very simple way, I will tell you Lily's Kitchen is about uh, proper food for pets. So that's uh, maybe... A small definition, but indicates already what we are, uh, what we stand for. So what we are trying to do is to provide proper nutrition for companion animals. So for dogs and for cats.
1: It feels to me that you feel like Lily's Kitchen is still quite a small company, but it's part of a huge company. It was bought by Nestle. How do you contain that still being cooked in the kitchen style? Well, being part of such a big organisation?
3: Rightly, you said it's a small company. Yes, we are growing very much, but still I think it's important for Lily's Kitchen to maintain that uh, mindset of a fresh and small and dynamic company, small company. When you're a small company, you really feel part of a family because, uh, you know, everyone... You interact with everyone, there are not many layers, there are not many uh, structures and uh, even processes. Our processes are are very typical in a multinational company, you know, a big corporate and things like this. I cannot say we don't have processes, not that uh, we are crazy guys going around and uh, doing crazy stuff. Uh, Nevertheless, we try as much as possible to keep it simple.
1: Lily's Kitchen has something of a it's almost like a, a cult following with some of your customers especially from the early days. How do you manage to maintain that loyalty? I mean what do you do to stop people looking over their shoulders at competitors?
3: We are trying to do every day something that would allow us to gain the trust of the consumers through what we do and who we are because a uh, uh, what we do is basically the products, and uh, you know the transparency lies in the uh, in the ingredients we are using, in the in the way we manufacture and we produce those uh, those products. We're using, uh, you know, making choices about the, the type of ingredients, but also making choices of what we don't want to put in our food, which is extremely important. I would say even more important than what you put in your ingredients. Sometimes,
1: have you found that? B Corp status is important to customers as well. Are they bothered by that aspect or are they looking at things like price? I mean, we're in a cost of living crisis and Lily's isn't always the
3: cheapest food available.
1: Do you think having something like a B Corp status kind of mitigates that and it makes people want to stay loyal to the company?
3: You know, I, that, that's a very good question because I, um, I've been asking many uh, many people around Europe because now we are getting more... Uh, international as a, as a company, uh, if they know what B Corp is and means. And again, B Corp shouldn't be just a, a logo that you put on your products and on the website. It means something, but first of all, needs to mean something to you. I mean, uh, to you as a, as a, as a business. So uh, it needs to represent certain um, values and uh, ways in the way you you, uh, you manage the business. Of course, I have to tell you that more and more people are aware of what a B Corp is and what it means. And yes, uh, especially younger generations, um, millennials, etc., they consider this as a, as a plus sometimes because they say, OK, I want to buy products that are coming from companies that operate in the market. Following certain uh, certain rules, uh, ethical conduct, and many other things, so they are inclusive in the way they, they treat their their employees and so on and so forth.
1: I'm kind of interested in how you create new products within the pet space. I got a vision of you opening a door and letting in all the dogs and cats to test out the food.
3: Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's an interesting uh, picture. Uh, unfortunately, it's not exactly like this. But I have to tell you that we have everyday, basically everyday uh, dogs in, uh, in the office, not cats, because, you know, cats, they stride a little bit outside their own territory, but we do have uh, dogs. Even my dog is in uh, very often in, uh, in the office. But we don't use them for testing and experiment or things like this. And so it's it's very cool the way we, we develop the uh, new recipes and uh, new products. Uh, we have a team dedicated to to that uh, to that job. So they they work with uh, nutritionists and veterinarians to formulate uh, new recipes. We do it, of course, you, you know, nutrition is what we want to accomplish, a balanced nutrition, that's uh, the, the main uh, the main purpose. Uh, but, you know, one important thing that we say about our products is that we want to deliver a more sensorial type of, uh, of experience. In the sense that, uh, and believe me when I say this, because after 20 years in the industry, I can tell you that, uh, you know, pet food is not always very pleasant when you open it in a room, it can, it can have a very punchy smell and these type of things. That was one of the things that impressed me about Lily's Kitchen because uh, you know, the, the food really smells great.
1: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance.
1: Do you think Henrietta had some principles that you feel you've had to carry on for her legacy?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in a way, you know, Henrietta uh, is no longer in the, in the business, but somehow still connected with us. Oh. Uh, I was uh, talking with her right a couple of days ago. So, yeah, uh, she was the founder and uh the reason why she started this this business is not because she wanted to create some food for for pets but she was a you know a, a pet owner a pet parent as we would like to say and um she found herself in a position where her dog Lily was uh, was sick the dog was uh, suffering for uh, skin condition her skin was very itchy and uh Rita thought maybe something is related to the food, to the nutrition I'm, uh, I'm providing to her. So uh, for that reason, she started to cook for for Lily. Okay, and uh, luckily she had uh, her own uh, vegetables in the in the garden. Uh, so she started to you know to cook um, for Lily using uh, fresh ingredients, things you can find. In a way, in your kitchen, so that's why, you know, also the name Lily's Kitchen. So she started to cook and she realized after a couple of weeks, honestly, that uh, she was getting much better. So the the skin started to to clear up, no more itches uh, condition and everything. So she said, "Ooh, must be really about the food. So uh, the story you know that uh, Henrietta likes to, to tell us is about um, uh, the effort she made by uh, trying to find something in the market that was uh, as good as cooked by, by the pet owner.
1: So this might be something of a philosophical question for you, Nick, but who is the Lily's Kitchen customer? Is it the animal or the owner with the cash?
3: So, of course... Uh, we have in mind the pet, but uh, because uh, you know, in the, the especially in the last years, we we lived um, you know a, a fast acceleration of the so called humanization process. We want to make sure that also the pet parent is part of the process of choosing, but also feeding the uh, the pet with something that. Um, he is convinced or she's is convinced uh, uh, that is the, the right, um, you know, um, product for the own pet. So the answer is, is both because, you know, at the end, nutrition is about the bond between uh, the animal and the pet parent.
1: So what's the future for Lily's Kitchen? What have you guys got cooking up in that kitchen over there? What can we expect to come out from you? Well,
3: um, many things. Honestly, yes. Our kitchen is right now very busy, both in terms of uh, new products. Uh, because uh we are we are trying constantly to come to the market with uh with new concept new ideas something that will uh impress both pets and uh, pet owners so we want to to keep it fun as much as possible so there's a little bit of Craziness in uh, what we do, and uh, we want to keep it that way. Just to give you examples, lately we came up with some um, vegan or vegetarian recipes. All so that we are proposing, not as uh, something we want to substitute meat with full vegetarian, but it's an alternative to also to meat. And uh, we try to do it always in uh, in our with our style, with our way. And many other products, new feeding uh, uh, opportunities, like uh, we launched uh, on-the-go bar, which is, you know, like a complete meal. It's not a treat, it's not a snack, but it's a complete meat uh, meal that you take with you instead of, carrying you know, the tin or the bag of uh, kibbles. You put it in your pocket when you go walking, um, you know, during the day with uh, your pet, uh, with your dog, and then uh, you don't want to carry the food. So you have uh, an
2: opportunity to give a, a, um, a complete
3: meal on, uh, in a bar.
2: wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: That was Nick Magalini, the CEO of Lily's Kitchen thanks for listening to how to be a ceo for all the latest business news head to standard.co.uk forward slash business we will be back with another episode of how to be a ceo at the crack of dawn on monday why not start your week with us